Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Hope Community Church. We are so glad that you're here with us today. Um, if you haven't done so, go ahead and hit the like button and then hit the share button. Let's send this out to our friends, our family, our those in our neighborhood, anyone that you know that needs to hear the message of hope today. Man, send that out and let's spread this across the world, all right? If it's your first time here, I want you to know, welcome, we see you, we honor you, thank you for hanging out with us today, and if you're here, guess what? You're a part of us, you're a part of Hope Community, and wherever you're at, whatever's going on, uh, you are doing Hope Community. So welcome, Hope Dealer, we're glad you're here. Uh, we're going to do something a little different today. You notice I got my guitar with me today. Um, Lindsay and I and some others have been talking like, I, I don't even know how to describe it. We've been talking about terminology and, and different things and what do you call this and what do you call that. And and honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm at a place where I'm just kind of tired of some old school terminology and, and, and really what I want to do today. Let's just talk about what we're going to do. What we're going to do is this. Uh, we're going to have a moment of uh, just... Uh, a moment of where we can just center ourselves, look back over through the week and look back and, and just connect in that place in you where you connect the most uh, with the Holy Spirit and just reflect and think and uh, listen to the song and contemplate and, and just breathe in and breathe out and just, just get a hold of everything that's going on and just find you. All right, in this moment, connect with the Holy Spirit and find you, the real you, and let's grow. Uh, so that's what we're going to do. So uh, we're going to post the lyrics uh, to this song so you can kind of look over them. And if you want to sing along, you can. If you just want to think, like I said, and contemplate, you can do that too. Uh, but we're just going to focus in, all right? Here we go. should know 
So our, our heart today is that you would know that you are not alone, that um, you have folks around you, uh, we're here for you, so hold on tight, because here, here we go, alright? Um, so 
we have been talking about the journey of a hope dealer and the way of love. And I want you to know that on this journey that you are welcome to come along with this. Everyone is welcome. It doesn't matter your background, what other people have said about you, how you identify yourself, um, uh, no matter what, you are welcome to go on this journey with us. And guess what? There's no pre-qualifications to be called a hope dealer. You are a hope dealer because of what is on the inside of you. You have been qualified for this journey because you have been created in the image of God. And so the way of love is actually the true way of being human. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today, all right? We're going to talk about, I'm going to use a big word and it's all right. You can, you can handle it because if I can handle it, you can handle it, right? <laughs> but we're going to talk about the anthropolo anthropological revelation of the love of God. And what does that mean? It basically is this. It's the study of humans in the revelation of the love of God. Listen, all throughout scripture, it talks about the love. And I'm not going to read all, all these scriptures. I'm going to get to one. But all throughout scripture, it talks about the love that God has for mankind. And I don't understand why we can't uh, comprehend this. We always look at all these different passages and we always think that God is so angry and so mad and, and so furious. And what we don't understand is that is humans trying to figure things out, trying to figure out how the world works. And so they start writing all this stuff down and they start putting it out there. But what happens is, is Jesus shows up and actually shows us, uh, no, that's really not a picture of God. This is a picture of God. God is love and love is God. And so it shows us over and over again. You look through the Gospels, it shows us in 1 Corinthians 13, it gives us the very definition of what agape, the way of love is. In 1 John 4, 18, it talks about how uh, love is greater than fear. So no matter what fear you have, no matter what fear that you think uh, is out there uh, from the universe or from God himself, guess what? It's not real. And love conquers that fear because God is love. In Romans 8, it talks about his love. In, in Ephesians 3, it talks about his love. And what I want to get to is this passage of scripture in Psalm 8, where it actually talks about uh the, basically the anthropology of this revelation of the love that God has for humankind. Because that's something that we've been talking about forever. Ever since human beings could actually think and have, and have a process, we've asked this question, what is man to God? And so in Psalm 8, the writer, the psalmist, asked that question. What is man? I'm going, to, I'm going to read it from the New American Standard. It says, What is man that you take thought of him and the son of man that you care for him? So he's asking the question, Who do you say mankind is? Who do you say human beings are? And this is the response that the psalmist gets. You have made him a little lower than God and you crown him with glory and majesty. You make him rule over the works of your hands, and you have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen and also the beasts of the field, the birds of heaven and the fish of the sea, whatever passes through the pass of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. And so the psalmist is asking the question, how does God see humankind? Why does he care? Well, here's the thing. 
he created us in his image, right? That's, that's Genesis. That's back at the beginning. He created us in his image. God created us in his image. And it says that he crowned us. He crowned us with glory and majesty. The word glory is abundance. The word majesty is splendor. So he's, and the word crowned means surround. So he surrounded us with abundance and splendor to actually, to actually, check this out, to actually be responsible for the stuff that's around us. So he created us in his image and surrounded us with abundance and splendor so we could actually move in agape and take care of, it lists off, you know, in Psalms it lists of oxen and sheep and beasts of the field and fish of the sea and birds and all that. It's just basically saying that creation has been given to us to be taken care of out of the way of love or out of the agape that we were created from. See, this is the way of love. The way of love is agape that we walk in. So the so this is what we have to understand. Why is there craziness happening around us? Why does it seem like there's chaos going on? Well, the moment that love is no longer the way is the moment that chaos reigns. Why is there a pandemic? The reason why there's, there's a pandemic is because human beings didn't walk in the way of love and we... We're creating things and doing things and basically um, not taking care of stuff and pandemics are created. It's uh, why is um, why is uh, sometimes it feel like the economy is the way it is? Why does it feel like there, there's there's chaos and stress and all kinds of craziness and 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 treasonous insurrections. Why is all that going on? Because we don't walk in the way of love and chaos reigns. So this is what we have to understand. Love is the fullness of faith because love is always giving. It's always pouring out. It's always moving. And that pouring out and that moving builds our faith because faith without love is what? It's thin. It's failing and it's weak it's thin it's failing and it's weak and in in that thin failing and weak moments is how chaos reigns and not love and here's the deal and this is the thing that we have to understand faith without love is where religion lives it stay and here's the thing the reason why religion has stayed alive for so long is because it it rules and it creates false values that creates enemies to fight, to overcome. It creates wars to win, to make itself feel alive. It needs these enemies. It needs these foes. It needs these wars to feel like it's alive. And so religion is always going to be oppressive. It's always going to put us in a position and a place to, um, hey, guys, guys, you're going to knock this stuff down. You need to go back in the other room, please. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but religion creates war. Religion creates stress. Religion creates division that causes separation. And puts people in a position where they have to constantly rely on this system to create enemies and war so they feel like they're a part of stuff and they feel like they're alive. But here's the deal. 
War is not the way of love. The way of love is to what? Love your enemies. Love doesn't create enemies. Love actually goes after those who see you as an enemy. You see that? That's the way of love. The way of love doesn't create enemies. The way of love loves those who see you as an enemy. So we're to love our enemies. We're not to war because God is love. And here's the thing. This is what you need to realize. This is what you need to see right now, okay? Uh, God is love and he's not war. And the creator of the universe is not at war with you. And see, a lot of times that's what um, a lot of times that's what gets portrayed so much that God is angry and He's mad and He's 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 at war with all this stuff, with all these things, and even with you sometimes because you messed up or screwed up, and it puts us in this position of weariness and 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 just strife. And so we feel like we got to do all this stuff to get God uh, to stop warring with us. And so there's almost this feeling of being alive out of that that stress and that strife but honestly that's just going to lead to more pain and more stress and more just hurt and what we need to understand that is that is that god is not at war with you god is not angry he loves you and so not only is the creator of the universe not at war with you he loves you and you were created from that love and nothing, absolutely nothing, can separate you from that love. Check out Romans chapter 8, starting with verse, I think it's verse 35. I'm going to read from the Passion Translation. It says, Who could ever separate us from the endless love of God's anointed one? Absolutely no one. For nothing in the universe has the power to diminish his love towards us. Troubles, pressures, problems are unable to come between us and heaven's love. What about persecution, uh, uh, dangers, and death threats? No, for they are all impotent to hinder the omnipotent love, even though it's written, even though mankind thought that this is how things used to work. All day long we face death for your sake, God. We are considered to be nothing more than sheep to be slaughtered. That's what man thought. That's what they were trying to figure out with their brain. But yet, check this out. This is the next verse. Yet, in the midst of all that stuff, we triumph over them. For God has made us to be more than conquerors. God's not angry with us. God's not leading us out to be slaughtered. But he's actually made us more than conquerors. Right? Why? Because he crowned us. Remember? He surrounded us with, uh, with everything that we need. Right? We read that from the book of Psalms. It says he demonstrated love. His demonstrated love is our glorious victory over everything. So now I live with the confidence that there is nothing in the universe with the power to separate us from God's love. I am convinced that God's love will triumph over death, over life's troubles, over fallen angels, or even dark rulers. In the heavens, there is nothing in our present or our future circumstances that can weaken God's love. There is no power above us or beneath us. No power that could ever be found in the universe that can distance us from God's passionate love, which is lavished upon us through Christ, the Anointed One. Did you hear that? Nothing can separate you from that love. There's nothing that has ever, 
ever been in history, in your history, in human history, that has separated love from you. Now, there has been some mindsets that we have possibly created. There has been some mindsets that we have created with ourselves. You know, those moments when we thought that, that God was at war with us. Those moments when we thought God was mad at us. Those moments when religion talked to us and told us that we we're nobody, nothing, going nowhere. That we were a scruffy-looking nerf herder. That we wouldn't amount to anything. Uh, that we were lowly and we needed to go through all these rules and regulations to get to God, to, to get to love, Right? And we might have felt somewhat alive in those moments, but we didn't feel true and we didn't feel real. So the freedom that you can have today is knowing that God's not at war with you, but that God actually loves you and that love is the way. And that as we learn that love and as we grow in that love, we learn to love ourselves. We no longer are at war with ourselves, right? We no longer look in the mirror and get mad at ourselves and angry at ourselves and upset with ourselves and 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 hold on to those things, and then that hurt for so long, we actually start to love ourselves. We see ourselves for who we really are, and then something amazing happens. We begin that we are not, we begin to understand that we are not at war with other folks. We're not at war with our neighbors. We're not in this for a fight. We don't have to have an enemy to feel like we're moving forward. We don't have to feel like there's some war that we have to fight in to get anywhere. War is not righteous. War is not good. I know some of you are thinking like, oh no, Mick has turned into a pacifist. Listen, if you call yourself a Christian, the way of love is pacifism. Did I say that right? Pacifism? <laughs> That's the way, all right? That's why the old spiritual songs is, I'm not going to study war no more. Because that's not supposed to be who we are. We are not the way of love. We are or we are not the way of war, but we are the way of love. So let me close with this. I'm going to close with Ephesians chapter 3. And we're going to read this like a prayer. Okay? So, this is my prayer. This is my uh, word for you today. It's Ephesians 3, starting with verse 16. I'm going to read out the mirror translation. It says, I desire for you to realize what God has always envisioned for you so that you may know the magnitude of God's intent and be dynamically reinforced in your inner being by the Holy Spirit. This will ignite your faith to fully grasp the reality of the indwelling Christ. You are rooted and founded in love. Love is your invisible inner source, just like the root system of a tree, the foundation of a building. Love is your source. Love is your reservoir of superhuman strength which causes you to see everyone equally sanctified in the context of the limitations of the, oh, sorry, in the context of the limitless extent of love's breadth and length and the extremities of its dimensions in the depths and in the height. I desire for you to become intimately acquainted with the love of Christ on the deepest possible level, far beyond the reach of mere academic and intellectual grasp. Within the scope of this equation, God finds the ultimate expression of himself in you. We celebrate him who supercharges us powerfully from within. Our biggest request or most amazing dream cannot, ima cannot match the extravagant proportion 
of God's thoughts towards us. I'm going to read that one more time. Our biggest request or most amazing dream cannot match the extravagant proportion of God's thoughts towards us. God is both the author and conclusion of the glory on display in the Ecclesia. That's you and me. Mirrored in Christ, the encore continues throughout every generation, not only in this age, but also in the countless ages to come. And here it is. Amen. So be it. This is my prayer for you today. That you would see the way of love. And that God's thoughts towards you are greater than anything that you can ever imagine or dream up. That's how he sees you. And that's how he loves you. Listen, I want you to know that, um, that you're not alone. That you have folks around you. And, and we are focusing in this year on being mentally healthy. And so if uh, you are watching today and... Uh, you know, there's stuff going on and, and there's thoughts and, and, and different things happening around you and, and you just feel hopeless. I want you to know that there's help. And, and yes, you can message us and talk to us and that's great and we will. We will talk to you and, and help you, but we want you to know that there's also professional help out there for you. And we're going to post some uh, links here in a few moments where you can go to some different places. And if you're you're just having some issues mentally and you need, you need some help... Uh, there's some phone numbers there's some different things um you know if there's there's thing there's some life issues where uh, you're thinking about uh actually you know taking your life or, or anything like that there's there's a hotline there that you can contact uh if you just need to talk to somebody about some stuff that's going on there's some there's some links there that you can get to no matter where you're at we want you to know uh there is help for you um a good friend of mine wiley willis uh his band two minute minor has been doing a lot of things uh, to help with suicide prevention and mental health. And uh, the podcast that I do with him has actually started a record label called Coffee and Hardcore Records. And a lot of the releases that we're doing right now is to raise money uh, for suicide prevention and mental health. It's something that Lindsay and I have a heart for, and I know a lot of you that connect with us on here have talked as well. Like We want to see people whole and healed and able to walk and see who they really are. Look in that mirror called Christ and see themselves and be healthy and whole. And so we're going to focus on that some this year. And so you're going to see things like this. We're going to post places where you can get professional help because there's nothing wrong with that. I'm so tired of, you know, I was raised my entire life um, and the different churches that I grew up with. Uh, not so much from my parents, but from Sunday school teachers and other uh, revivals and stuff like that that told me that uh, my feelings didn't matter and the hurt and the pain and the trauma that was there you just get over it and let go and and get God and and Terry and 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 all that stuff just got bogged down and pushed down and now in my 40s I'm walking through this stuff and having to deal with it and it's not fun and I want folks to learn now it's okay to get help to talk things out to to even if you need to get with a professional and talk to them a therapist it's okay guess what therapy is not anti-christ or anti-christian it's actually a good thing to talk to somebody who's been professionally trained so yes we're here and we can talk and and that's what we're here for to be a good neighbor and to love you and 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 to talk you through um but you, it's okay i want you to know that it's okay uh, there is no shame 
and talking to someone. So thank you guys so much. I'm pretty sure Lindsay posted the links there uh, for that. Um, we also have um, like a, a service sheet today that she posted as well with a link that has the scriptures that we read as well as the song lyrics that we did today. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. It's been good. Hope Dealers, it's been fun. Thank you guys. See you next week.